Hello, Vitality Radio listeners. We just wanted to give you a heads up that this episode discusses mental health, suicide, death thoughts, depression, and addiction, which may be triggering for individuals. Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio Podcast. My name is Jared St. Clair and I am your host each and every week. Lots of stuff happening with the podcast right now and I'm super excited for what you're about to hear. I've got an interview with someone who's become a a good friend of mine over the last, well, I'm going to say close to a year now, I think that we've known each other. And I usually try and record interviews in advance of the show uh, so that I let the interview breathe a little bit in terms of how much space I have. And I did that. And this interview breathed uh, in at about 50 minutes. I was planning on 35. So I have to apologize. There will not be a rant today, but but this is a great show. You're going to love what uh, the interview is. I would say it starts off just a little bit slow as we sort of get our feet wet. But boy, once we get into it, the information is powerful. I think it's very, very important. I think it can help every single person listening right now, including you. So very excited to bring it to you. Of course, Vitality Radio, always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can give us a call at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662 if you have any questions about anything you hear on the show. If it sounds like I'm rushing, I am rushing. I only have about one more minute until I have to cut to a break, and then we're going to introduce Lamont Wilcox. I'll explain who he is, but I am telling you right now, you can benefit from what he has to say. I don't really care who you are uh, or what your status is in life. He can help you. He has helped me very much. It's an excellent interview. I think you're really going to like it. Okay, I've got to cut to a break. When I come back, I'm going to have Lamont Wilcox. We're going to be talking about mental and emotional health. We're going to be talking about how to achieve what you really want in life. This is an exciting interview. I'm very excited to bring it to you, and he will be on many more times because the information is priceless, and uh, you've got a lot coming up that you're going to really enjoy, I think. And with that, I'm going to take a breath, take a break. We'll be back in just a minute with the interview. Thank you so much for listening to me, Jared St. Clair. This is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. 
Hello and welcome back to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair and it's good to be with you again on Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. As I mentioned before the break, I've got a real treat for you, an amazing interview with a wonderful man that I know can help you if you are willing to change your brain. He's going to help us learn how to do that. also want to remind you that uh, we are having that big July 4th event, so throw it on your calendar. July 4th from 10 to 2 at Vitality Nutrition, just four hours, big, big specials. And uh, if you can't make it in because of the holiday, call us the day before and we'll take care of you over the phone either way. I also want to bring this up because I do have actually about an extra minute here. At the end of our interview today, if you're interested in what Lamont has to say and how he might be able to help you and facilitate things for you, family members, maybe your whole family in a group session uh, with what he does. And of course, none of this makes any sense because you haven't heard him speak yet. But we are putting together a Vitality Radio listeners group session for people that are interested. And if there is interest, we'll have it at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. And so take down this email address, info at vitalitynutrition.net. That's info at vitalitynutrition.net. In the subject line, just do Lamont or group session. Either of those things will work. And we will let you know that if we have enough interest. And if we do, we will uh, get you involved. So uh, just keep that in mind. At the end of the conversation that I have with Lamont, we'll go into that in more detail. That is, uh, I guess, all we need to talk about before we get into the interview. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce a uh, a wonderful individual. His name is Lamont Wilcox. He is a neurological uh, facilitator. He does something that is very, very unique, different from anything that I've ever seen, and I really, really loved what he does. In fact, I'm going in for a a little tune-up session here in the next couple of weeks. He calls himself a neuromental health facilitator. That's it. And he has a protocol that he has proven to be extremely effective for many people to help with everything from anxiety to depression to even suicidal thoughts and also things that are stuck in your mind that prevent you from moving forward in life, addictive things. All of these types of issues he helps people with. It's a beautiful program. It is awesome. I'm totally in love with it. I can't wait for you to hear his voice. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome Lamont to Vitality Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited. Hey, I'm excited to have you here. I very much appreciate the the people who want to think for themselves and take control of their own life experience as far as their body goes and what they're taking into their body and how to take care of it. And so, yeah, I appreciate wholeheartedly what you do. Well, of course, one of the things about Vitality Radio is empowerment, right? Getting people the information they need so they can make the choices that they need to make to improve their health and well-being and, and ultimately achieve optimal vitality. You and I had a nice little conversation prior to recording where I said, I think you and I are basically doing the same thing. We're just doing it from kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm talking about nutrition and supplementation and all that kind of stuff to try and give people the best health that we can possibly give them through that route. And you're uh, working with their brains and uh, making sure that that side is is working. Because as I stated, I don't really care how many vitamins I put into somebody. If their brain's not working right, then uh, they're going to have a hard time achieving what they want. So it's really great to have you on. You told me sort of your story, you know, a year ago when I first met you that day. I thought it was really powerful. How did you become a neuro mental health facilitator? What's the background behind that? Yeah, so I, you know, had a, a different career that I'd been chasing for almost 20 years. But in my life, I had people that were quite close to me, uh, relatives and friends, both that were suffering from different mental illnesses and even personality disorders and some that were pretty severe. And we tried a lot of different things that were out there that were in kind of the mainstream. And we did a lot with different medications. We did a lot with, and we resisted the medications for years and years. And it tends to be that if you don't figure out a way to fix things, it'll continue to get worse. And so that's what we experienced. And it got to the point where some of the loved ones that were close to me were in a very, very difficult situation. And we, and I finally gave in because I was out of options that I could conjure up at the time. 
and this is quite a while ago, to, to doing some medications. And, and those medications, and, and you're going you're gonna to laugh at this, were miraculously effective. Miraculously. Okay. Completely shifted and changed the whole thing, right? And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you the rest of the story <laughs> <laughs> later on, because come to find out, you know, there's a lot of research right now. And as a matter of fact, our government messes a lot of things up, but every once in a while, I think they do some things that have some really good results. And one of them is that they started this thing called the Brain Initiative. And this was this is back when Obama was president. He signed the bill for the Brain Initiative. And what that was is, is putting money into the research around the brain, because our country, were, they were starting to see the statistics. And if you look at the statistics right now about mental illness and how much it is skyrocketing, and a lot of people argue and they ask me, they say, well, is it just that we're reporting more and that we have more awareness of it? Is it really not? No, it is definitely without question, much worse than it has been in any era that we have had on this earth that we've recorded enough to be able to analyze. And, and there's reasons for that, but it, it, it is skyrocketed. And this, this brain initiative was because they looked at it and they said, wow, if we're on this kind of a trajectory, we're not going to have a functioning country in a very short period of time. Alzheimer's is a, is a very good measure of where mental health has been. If you, people who have mental health struggles in their younger years, their chances of Alzheimer's skyrockets. And we know why now. It's literally a function of the brain. It's how the brain is experiencing this life. And since they started that initiative, we've put $950 million into the research of the brain. And so the timing for me has been really, really accurate. It's really tells me that something's right here because as these people that in my family that, you know, were struggling and as we tried these medications, these miraculous medications, it seemed to make a huge difference right in the beginning. Well, over time, it started to fade as we were told that it would. And so those problems started to amplify and become more and more severe. And I was in a pretty, you know, desperate place to try to figure out what in the world could help and, and why it's happening. And, and, you know, where's the fairness in this thing that, that this person who is so loving and so kind and so capable is curled up in a ball and can't get out of their bed for days and days, even though that there's people that they love and want to take care of and help and they can't. And then, and, and I'll even, you know, tell you a little more personally, because I know my son's okay with it now, now that he's in a whole different place in life, but he tried to serve an LDS mission and he went into the MTC and had a total panic attack that, you know, he, he couldn't even function. He was completely mm -hmm. debilitated. And so they, they sent him home. And shortly after that, I started to discover the ability we have through understanding what's happening in our brain to break patterns, to break patterns that are not serving us. And even if we have major chemical imbalances, even if we have injuries, and my office is in a neuro clinic, so I work with people who've had brain injuries that have had damage to their brain and that have oftentimes really severe mental struggles. And yet that ability that I have you know, researched and discovered to understand, to come to a subconscious understanding, a deeper understanding that breaks the patterns of our thinking can help us shift. And I, when I learned that there was a concept behind that, I used it to accelerate myself. As a matter of fact, I mean, one of the first things I did is I shifted the way that I believed and thought around my career and around money, around authority figures and the different limiting beliefs that I had around money. And I don't even know if I told you this, Jared, but I went on and, and left my career, started a new business that was aside from all this stuff. And I was making four or five times what I'd ever made. And, and my goal was make enough money that I don't have to work for a period of time so I can really dive into this research. Because that $950 million is creating about 500 pages a day of published research from our universities and actually lots of entities that are studying the brain. So it's an amazing amount of information. 
And I became obsessed with that information. And I just started researching, I mean, a good 12 to 16 hours a day. I just loved it. I knew there was answers and I just went after those answers. And then I started applying them to my own brain. And then I started applying them and helping people that were close to me and seeing incredible shifts, incredible and amazing changes, very quick changes that after years of therapies, medications, and all of these other things didn't really have lasting effects. As a matter of fact, they just got worse and worse over time. They tended to be temporary fixes, temporary releases maybe for a moment that didn't have the full completeness to change who they were inside. Not who they were, but how they function inside. Because who they are is amazing already. What our patterns are doing is a different story. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so I was able to start using this to help people change. And I started with the people close to me. And then I thought, well, I can't, I can't stop. I can't not go helping more people. And so I started sharing more with other people. And, you know, people started coming to me. People started showing up. And I started helping them in a way that was, that was massive. And then my money started running out. So I said, okay, so I need to make this so that I can do this all day, every day. And so I need to create, and, and I still don't think of it as a business. I don't know how, I'm not a, I don't see my, I have to do taxes at the end of the year. And I'm like, wait, what? I, have to, <laughs> I, I didn't ever work. I never worked this whole year. And yet I have to pay, <laughs> you know? So now I get to help people at a high level of, you know, major shifts that I, you know, there is science behind this. I'm telling you, there is so much research and there are so many people trying to share that research. It's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's amazing. And so I've put together this model, a specific model on this research that I call the Neuro Auto Associative Programming Model. It's an NAAP model that I use and I teach people to use not only in their own lives, but to facilitate others. I teach classes where I, I help people learn how to do it them, not only for themselves, but for other people. And so they're constantly working on themselves and then they work on other people. And guess what happens when you help someone else with something? Your own brain learns and figures out. And so that was the other thing. I said, you know, I used it on myself to change. And, and by the way, I thought that these people in my life who were su suffering with uh, mental struggles, I thought they were, you know, really ha had a big need. But as I got into my own head, I realized that I had a lot of things that I needed help with, that I needed to shift and change, and that I had patterns and addictions in my own head that were literally throwing me off and not getting what I wanted. Because, you know, the research shows that about 90% of our decisions that we make throughout the day are subconscious driven decisions that are based off of the patterns of our brain that were created typically in our childhood, 90 to 95%. So we're not really being aware. We're not really using our conscious mind to make decisions very much. But the other part of the research is even more eye-opening. 70% of those decisions that we do make subconsciously don't lead to the things we want. 70%. That's powerful. Yes, 70% of your day, as you go throughout the day, 70% of what you, the decisions you make don't lead to things you want. And if you think about it, and you think about your life, are you living the life that you want? Are you fully happy and fulfilled in life? serving and giving and learning and growing in all the ways that you want. And I'm, I'm going to bet most of you are going to say, well, no, not really. I have a lot of things I wish I was doing. I have a lot of things I know better, but I'm not doing. And so that journey for me has just been so incredibly life-changing that every day I get an enormous jolt of energy to jump out of my bed and do something, to share it with somebody, to get it out there, to, to help other people. And the shifts and changes in my life are just almost, they're so difficult to, to put to words because the, the things that I've been able to help and facilitate with my loved ones that are now just lit up about life and the clients that I've had that are now have taken my courses and now they're applying it either into their current career or they're creating a career out of it and they're coaching people or facilitating people to help make change. And then I hear from those people or I go, and I see their posts. I, I just saw one today of a, a lady that I helped, oh, a year and a half ago. And she's posting these amazing concepts online and changing people's lives. And she's started a nonprofit and she has this Facebook group that she does all these events and all. And I'm just like, wow, this is so amazing. These people are just 
shifting. These people who come into my office and can barely even come up with one reason to stay alive. Like, like one thing that makes them happy. They can't even come up with one. You know, and a lot of them are just thinking of suicide constantly on their mind. They can't get it out of their head. And then they tell me later, I never once ever thought about the idea of suicide as a solution ever again after I walked out of your office. That's and I think yes. awesome. <laughs> well, I, I want to go back to something you just said that I think is is pretty powerful, but I think maybe we can make it even a little more relatable. So you said 70% of the, the decisions that we make throughout the day don't serve, well, you, you say it again, don't serve our greater purpose, <laughs> don't take us to things that we want. Is that basically what you said? Yeah. The, the way the research study said is that it do, they don't lead to things we want. Yeah. So I think that don't we want kind of two different things in life generally? <laughs> it seems like to me we want something right now, like the hamburger, the, the the alcohol or whatever it is that like in my, I, I, I've been very honest about this and open on the 12 years of Vitality Radio that I struggle with really loving food. It's a, a like, I know better, but I don't always do better when it comes to food. I'm the guy who knows how bad ice cream is, but I really, really like ice cream. So I still eat it sometimes, uh, that kind of thing. And, and sometimes I'm better about it. Other times I'm not so good about it. Uh, one of the reasons that I went to you uh, after I met you was that I wanted to work on that specifically. You know, when I get ice cream, it, it is absolutely taking me exactly where I want now, <laughs> right? And then it's not taking me where I want tomorrow when I'm on the scale or when I'm trying to get out of bed in the morning and I'm more tired than I should be because I've eaten stuff that's not good for me, things like that. And I think in my case, it's been food. I always tell people I know so much better that I'll never be the 300 pound guy because I'm, I'm way too knowledgeable when it comes to health and nutrition to ever let that happen. But I also struggle and always have with like this 20, 30 pound sort of, I don't know, uh, no man's land between optimal health and weight and suboptimal health and weight. And that has had very much to do with making decisions that take me where I want to go in the next five minutes, but not where I want to go in the next five years or five decades. Is, is that kind of what's happening to people? They're taking the, this is what I want now because it serves me in this moment instead of taking the, this is what I ultimately want. And so they're, they're diverging from that path. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, the, the research that, that looks at brains that are successful and the brains that aren't successful, what they see is a pattern that that person learns to amplify the amount of fulfillment because our brain is working off of a, it's running off of electricity and that electricity and that vibration within the brain is affecting which chemicals are secreted in our neurons and the synapses of our neurons. A successful brain is actually trained to use chemicals to benefit them for the future. So in other words, the, the moment that you decide to make a decision to take that burger, in that moment, your focus is on the pleasure in that very moment. The successful brain gets pleasure. As a matter of fact, all of you, anybody who's listening, when you do something that is successful, notice that you are getting there that you're getting feelings that feel good not only about your future but about your present you're amplifying up if you think about something you're really good at okay and and you're successful with that and you do it regularly it's because your brain has been trained to shoot those good chemical feelings off in your brain for a future experience for a future experience right so when you take that burger and you bite into that burger and you're focused on just the moment and that's the only pleasure you're getting, then in that area of your life and that decision-making process of your life, it, the way it differs from the area of your life where you're very successful is that you're focusing on future experiences in the moment. You're bringing your future to the present. And, and because you're bringing your future to the present, 
you're amplifying how good it feels to make the decision that affects your future. And that is the pattern of success in a successful brain. And as a matter of fact, you can analyze your own self, look at something that you do well and look at how that happens. In the moment that you're doing it, you're not just focused on that very moment. You're actually bringing more chemicals, more neurotransmitters into the experience because of your focus on a future. And that amplifies that feeling that you want to do it. So those times when you've chosen the burger, you have been, you've been limiting yourself to only focus on that very moment and meeting your your, your emotional needs in that moment. And, but if you look at a different area of your life where you're really good with something, for example, let's say you're a parent and you're very, your parenting skills of the way you work with your children is very loving and very kind. In that moment, your brain has been trained to enjoy the fact that that is going to do more for you in the future and for your children. And you've amplified and brought your, fut your future into your present. And by doing that mentally, You've amplified the chemicals that make you feel good and motivate you to do more of it. That's what the successful brain works. We talked before about the vicious cycle of depression, anxiety, things like that. I have a, a dear friend who told me that she tries not to get her hopes up because whenever she gets her hopes up, she just gets disappointed. So she doesn't get her hopes up anymore. That's a, <laughs> to me, a horrifying way to live. I can't even imagine being there because my hopes are generally always up. Uh, I, I don't I don't struggle much with positivity. I mentioned to you that one of my things has been that I feel like I have the uh, I know I have the ability. I know I can succeed beyond even my wildest dreams at doing the things that I love to do. And I'm blessed with the fact that I already do what I love to do. That that helps, right? Because if you're already in it, that helps a lot. But I at the same time, I have all these self-limiting things. I and mean, one of the things that I attribute to the time that I spent with you and the time that I spent with Dr. Oliver, who's also been on the on the show, and I'm going to have him on again as well, working on neurological kind of reprogramming of my brain, is that I've told my listeners for years that this show is going to, the, this radio show is going to be a podcast. But for years, this radio show wasn't a podcast. And I don't have a really good answer as to why. I just don't know why it didn't happen sooner. Um, because there isn't any solid like, well, I, I, I didn't have the time or I didn't have the money or I didn't have the know-how. All that stuff was there for me. Uh, it, it, I mean, it was not once I actually decided to do it, it wasn't that tough. It got up in a few months. But what I think happened in that process is that I got past some of those self-limiting, probably sub subconscious beliefs that I just would put it off for another day and another week and another month and another year. And I had people pestering me, man. There are people right now, you're out there listening to me say this, saying, yeah, Jared, you jerk, you should have this thing up two years ago or three years ago when you first started telling me you were going to do a podcast. And now you're coming and saying, yeah, man, this is great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, why? Why didn't I do it? I don't know. I can't really explain it, but I think I can explain why I finally did do it. And I got past some of those self-limiting things. Now, am I where I want to be in every aspect of life? Nowhere close. And frankly, I think if you ever think you are, then you've limited yourself a whole lot because there's always more that we can achieve. Is it, You would agree with that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so there's more yes. to go. But I think I, I, we don't have a ton of time left here. In fact, I need to check in and see where we're at. But we are, yeah, we probably have about 10 or 12 more minutes to discuss this. And and Lamont, you're you're coming back, right? You're going to do more of these with me? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want to make this a regular thing. So in the next 10 minutes or so, this is what I think might make sense uh, to talk about. You went from talking about how you kind of reset your brain to some degree to the point where you became as successful financially as you'd ever been. Uh, and then oh, yeah. right after that, you said, and but I have people that come in and say, I can't stop thinking about suicide. There's there's a really big gap between those two things, right? I mean, you weren't you were never suicidal, I assume, based on Not what you've myself. told me. Yeah. I've never been mm -hmm. suicidal. I don't know what that feels like. I have talked about that with a good friend of mine who's a therapist on the show, and, and she told me that something like 75, 80% of people have at least had suicidal ideations 
in their life. Just the ideas mm-hmm. of what would it be like if I wasn't here anymore? And I always tell mm-hmm. people and maybe half in jest that I can't imagine a world without Jared St. Clair. How lame would that be, right? <laughs> 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 but in reality, I've never felt that way. And that's shocking to me and scary. So I, I've never been there. I've never been in chronic anxiety or chronic depression. I can't I can't relate to it from personal experience, but I have been plenty stuck in many cases in my life, plenty stuck from taking a radio show to a podcast or trying to figure out what to do for one of my children that's struggling or you name or trying to figure out why I don't need to. I can enjoy food without having to have food, you know, I, like I can. Now I eat with a purpose. Things have changed a lot, shifted over the last, uh, you know, six months or a year. And it's it's been this process where things just keep seem seemingly falling better in line with what my future me wants. Maybe it's because I watched Back to the Future the other day. That might be it. But, uh, you know, I'm looking at my future me and saying I want to be the good Marty McFly, right? But, but regardless of what it is, I now find that I'm eating more with a purpose. I'm Yeah, yeah I want to enjoy food because I really like food. So I'm not eating really boring, gross food. I'm eating really good food that's really healthy. And so I get the best of both worlds. I get to satisfy the now and the future. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is if there are people listening right now, there's somebody out there who is currently thinking maybe the world would be better off without me. And then there's also somebody out there who's like, I'm so sick of being in this dead end job. It stinks and I got to get out of it. Or I'm so tired of being in debt or whatever it is that has got us stuck. I'm sick of not being excited about being married to the person I'm married to. Or you name it, right? There's a thousand scenarios. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to get out of you now is what you're talking about in terms of neurological change, you're basically telling me we can get out of any of those patterns. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we have the power in us to get out of those. And it is, it is, you know, you're not stuck with the brain that you think that you have and your reality is creating the problems. I have to interrupt you. I love what you just said. You are not stuck with the brain that you think you have. That is <laughs> super powerful. I love that. Okay, now finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> the beliefs around and, and the purpose of coming on here and talking is to give people hope that they are wrong. They've been wrong. When, when The patterns that are playing in their head and the, the way that they see this world is has not been accurate. It's, it's just their definitions. It's their, their programs or their, their reasoning that they're using is false. It comes to quick conclusions about things with little information, and it's all an addiction to meet a need and to get a feeling. And when you interrupt that with a deeper understanding, you interrupt it with a way to let the brain see differently, then it frees it from that way of thinking. The people that I've talked to, especially the ones that, that, that were suicidal, and they come out, and oftentimes they can't even figure out what they were thinking anymore. They're like, I don't, I don't even know what was going through my, like, how did I, how, like, they can't even remember because it's so overpowering, the new pattern. I can, I think I so can relate to that in uh, in the podcast again. And I, I, I don't want to make this whole show about me, but this, I look at it and I'm like, God, it just wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard to get the stupid podcast launched. Why didn't I do this sooner, right? And then you you think to yourself, well, what was it that was holding me back? And again, I can't understand suicidal ideation. Thank goodness I've never been there. But I think I can understand how you would look back and say, what was I thinking? And how many times, how many times in life do we say that to ourselves? What was I thinking? Yeah. Was I even thinking, yes. right? And And so I think, I, I hope that as you're listening right now, you're thinking to yourself, man, I am there. I have been there and I am still there in some of these stuck patterns, these cycles. And one of the things I loved that you shared with me prior to our recording, Lamont, was that you said that, uh, I said vicious cycle, you know, and you said, yeah, it can be a vicious cycle of anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and all these, you know, these horrible things. 
And then, of course, addiction is a vicious cycle too, right? And all of that stuff can be this vicious cycle. But then you started talking about the neurological changes and how you you find success and it creates chemicals in your brain that are success chemicals that make you feel good. Man, I accomplished something. And, and we talk about, you know, it, with exercise, endorphins and things like that. Yeah, I finally climbed that mountain. I finally, you know, pushed that past my highest weight or I lost more weight than I've ever lost or whatever it is, right? You, you you have that goal, you have that success, you make that next big paycheck or that bonus at work or whatever it is, and you have success and you feel really good about yourself in that moment. And then <laughs> you need to go to the next success so that you feel that again, right? And then reach to the next success and the next success so that you're creating not a vicious cycle, you're creating a completely opposite cycle where it's a success cycle and you feel amazing about what you're achieving in life. Yes, absolutely. There are chemicals set up to get us to learn and understand and create our experience. And we're either creating, and, and I use the word success as what we want to succeed at, because ultimately the brain is always successful. It is always successful to get those. It wants certain chemicals to be fired and to feel certain things. And it will go after them. And one of the things I mentioned before is that when we bring our future into our present, we get more of a response to that, more of a positive response. Notice all of you who have any mental struggles or any addictions or any, even if it's anger issues or you're frustrated or you don't treat people well, any of those things, you're bringing your future into your present when you do that. You're worrying about what you're going to lose or what you won't have or what someone's taken from you or that it's going to all... And you're bringing that future into your present and you're amplifying the chemicals in that moment to feel, and I know it sounds crazy, but to feel more depressed, more angry, more sad, more any of those things, because a part of your brain is convinced that will get you the things that you want. And it doesn't. It doesn't get you things that you truly want. It only gives you particles and pieces of what you want, but your brain's given up and said, well, parts and pieces is good enough. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to accomplish or achieve like these other people. And so I'm just going to settle for whatever. And that's what the world's taught you. That's what your life experiences have taught you. And so you've just given into that you're, and you give into it in the moment. You're not stuck with the brain that you think you have. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'm going to put it, on, put it on, a, on a sign on my wall. I absolutely love that. Yeah, you mentioned to me something that Albert Einstein said. Oh, yes. I want you to share that because I'd never heard it before. Yeah. And Albert Einstein, of course, is somebody who has discovered a lot of very important things. He is. He has been a teacher of teachers. He has taught uh, so many important things in our life. But there's a quote I love from him where he says, the most important decision, the most important decision out of all the things he talked about, all the discoveries, all the things he shared, the most important decision is whether we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. Because what way you believe and perceive this world will activate areas of your brain and it will create a mental state, a vibration even, at a chemical level, vibration. It will be sent out that will make you experience life a certain way. I, and if you believe that this is hostile and you believe you are going to lose and you're, and, and you're always afraid, that state of mind, we all know that state of mind is not a very effective state of mind to really have a clear picture of what we want and to get to it. I think it's really interesting because when you said it to me, when you said hostile or friendly, you know, that it, it almost puts you in a battle. Right. And you're either <laughs> you're either going behind enemy lines or you're on the side of all your buddies that are protect there to protect you, uh, whether it's hostile mm -hmm. or friendly. And for me, I think there are a lot of people absolutely that uh, are set up to think that they live in a hostile world. And I mean, look around us. Right. Especially right now. Yeah, it's a pretty hostile yeah. world. I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of negative crap going on right now. And so yes. the hostility is absolutely there. But what I love is the word universe, hostile or friendly universe. You know, where do we really live and what do we perceive? Because what we do with what is coming at us on a regular basis is really what matters because the stuff's going to come at us whether, you know, we, we can't. We can't stop the coronavirus uh, scare. We can't stop the, you, you know, the riots and all the other stuff that's going on in the world right now single-handedly. There are things that we can do, certainly, to improve the situation and improve the world. But we can't single-handedly say, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to turn all that stuff off. 
what we can do is decide how we're going to react to it. And what I think I really, really like is the idea of if we live in a hostile world, then we're on the defensive because we always have yes. to be there with our shields up saying, all right, man, I know you're bringing it. I'm ready or I'm going to do my best anyway to fend you off. But if we live in a friendly world, our arms are wide open. We can bring in positivity and we can bring in love and we can bring in acceptance and we can bring in forgiveness. If it's hostile all the time, we're always going to have those negative feelings of, man, I just have to defend myself. If it's friendly, then we can be on the offensive, right? Then we can go out and we can make crap happen. We can do the things that we want to achieve as opposed to just constantly letting the world beat us down. I love that. Yes. Yes, you are spot on. When we get in a place where we are defending, are we moving towards our goals? No, we're on the defensive. We're going to do whatever reaction happens, wherever our reactions happen to take us. Do we get to our goals? Do we get to what we really want? Do we get to live the life and the fulfillment that we truly want? No. And I think that's why he brought it up. Because when you get in that place where you believe, this is why I think he put this out there, because he was a discoverer. He was a creator. He was able to create and understand things like no one else. And he knew what state of mind he needed to be in to do that and to accomplish it. And it was the belief that this is a friendly universe. He knew the difference. He knew that when he was fearful and when he was afraid, when he felt threatened, his brain was not functioning at the level that he wanted to be. And he, was, he could let all that go and he could become incredibly creative and incredibly and understand things and, and bring together all this information his brain had and be able to put it together in a way that made new sense out of it, that, that no one else could. And that was that state of mind that he needed to be. And there's more about it, by the way. You, you can read more about it. He talks about those kind oh, of things. I'm going to dig, I'm going to dig into that. I, I really, really like <laughs> it. You know, at, in, the, in the sports world, I'm, I'm a guy who stands a mighty five foot, six inches tall. And it's a little bit of a uh, it's a little bit of a smack in the face because somehow or another uh, God bestowed me with the desire to play basketball, and the body to <laughs> to do something else. Like it could be a jockey, but I never was into horses. So I love basketball and I love volleyball. Isn't that funny? I mean, two sports where being tall is really advantageous. Uh, two of my favorite things to play. You know, regardless of my stature, it doesn't matter. But would you rather be spiking the ball? Or would you rather be defending the spike? And I think that that's really <laughs> what it is. When you're on defense playing basketball, defense isn't as fun. It's not nearly as fun defending somebody. It's not. But it's really fun to drive the ball to the hoop. That's a lot of good. That's good times, right? There's a reason why some <laughs> players, even in the NBA, are really poor defenders and amazing on offense. And one of the things is it's just a whole lot less exciting to play defense. And my feeling is if we live in a hostile universe and if that's our mindset, we're going to live in a world where it's just not that much fun because we're playing defense all the time. Okay, so I could talk to you and listen to you talk for another 12 hours <laughs> and I have the constraints of radio and we have an hour to talk. We're already way over time. So I want to wrap this up a little bit with a couple of things. First off, I already told Lamont and I knew this was going to happen anyway. I told him that we aren't going to have time to do all the stuff I want to do. So we're going to have him on again soon. Probably within the next three or four weeks, uh, you'll hear from him again. And we're going to, now that we, you know, we introduced the basic concepts and things like that, we're going to go into some tools that you can use as well as we move forward. But if you, if this resonated with you, if you said to yourself, yeah, I am, I'm stuck, wherever it is you're stuck. If you have a family member like Lamont did that he was struggling with or, or multiple family members that are, that are stuck and having, having some issues and you really, really want to help them. I and mean, one of the things that has broken my heart on many occasions at Vitality Nutrition over the years is when the parent comes to me who has a child who's struggling with anxiety or depression or has uh, attempted suicide or considered suicide or is dealing with addictions or things like that. And they, they, they want to do everything they possibly can to, to rescue that, that soul, that, that child, but they don't, they don't know how to do it. They're at their wits end. They've got nothing left in the tank. And so they come to the guy at the health food store that they heard might be able to help them with some, you know, supplements to help nourish the brain, things like that. It's so tragic when we have as, as parents or couples, you know, husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is where the person you love is so stuck. And yet you see, 
the beauty and the brilliance that's inside of them, and they don't have a clue it's even there at that moment. Uh, these things are tough. If you're stuck or if you know someone who is and you want to, you want the kind of help that Lamont's talking about, I would highly encourage that you reach out to him and talk to him and see what he uh, what he has to offer. One thing that we want to do is your office is in Lehigh at the Neuro Clinic. You work with mm-hmm. uh, Casey Oliver, uh, who is a neurological uh, chiropractor who is also become a great friend of mine and is an amazing man. And the combination of what you guys do together is is pretty beautiful. I mean, it really is amazing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we also want to facilitate some things out this way on the, the north end of the valley in Bountiful. We have a great seminar room at Vitality Nutrition. And something I didn't know you did until today is group sessions. I've been in on a, a one-on-one uh, with you and, and loved the experience. But the group session thing is really exciting to me. So if anybody's interested in doing a Vitality Radio listeners group session where 10, 15, 20 people can get together in a, in a seminar and listen to Lamont share these tools and these powerful things where we can access the parts of our brain that we need to, to start thinking the way that we have to, if we really want to achieve success in life, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email me at info at vitality nutrition.net. That's info at vitalitynutrition.net. And all you've got to do in the subject line is uh, something like write Lamont's name or, uh, you know, I'm interested in a group session. Tell me what you're thinking. There's no commitment here at all. It's just, we're just trying to see if anybody wants to get together and do this in Bountiful. And then after the fact, we'll get in touch with you and let you know what we're doing. If you want to meet with Lamont individually, Lamont, tell us uh, how people can reach you. Yeah. So you can, you could go to our website. I have a web page on the NeuroClinic's website right now. I'm in the process of building a, another website myself, and that is the neurocliniclehigh.org backslash NAAP. The NAAP is the model that I use, and that is one place you can go to, to read a little bit more. You can also do a search for my name, Lamont Wilcox, on YouTube, and I have some things there on YouTube. What I'd like to offer for your clients is when I do one-on-one sessions, we do what's called a clarity session to to kick off, to to decide what the best thing going forward is. And those are usually about an hour and a half to two hour sessions. And it's literally my talking to you. You don't have to bring up a bunch of your, your past or any of that kind of stuff. It's about what maps are playing in your brain right now and where the incongruencies are and where they are... (laughs) where they're fighting for their space and where they're fighting to to get those chemicals that they want. And so that session is usually 150. And so for the listeners that are on your show, it'll be, it'll be $75. They can reach out to me. They can send me an email at, and the name of my company is fulfill life yourself, fulfill life yourself. You can do it. So if you could look up that, uh, .com, well, that's the website. It hasn't been built yet, but but my email address is Lamont, and that has an E on the end. So it's a different kind of spelling. It's L-A-M-O-N-T-E at fulfilllifeyourself.com. And that is my email address you can send to there. And for this group, I'm going to even give out my cell number so you can shoot me a text. If you're interested in doing and setting something up or if you have some questions, it's 801-722-4936. And you can just let, let me know that you are on Vitality Radio and we can get you that half discount. For, for, so for $75, you can really figure out what's going on in your own head and where those patterns are. And I can help you shed some light. I call it a, a clarity session because it gives both of us some clarity about what your brain is doing, where it's at. And we can kind of decide from there what the best thing would be for you. And I have a lot of people who come see me and then later they create group sessions because they want to share it so much. And I teach classes, you know, I, I could take you a long way with this if this is something that, that lights you up and, and makes you excited. It's powerful stuff and it's necessary stuff. It, it's really, really exciting. We have to figure out how to help more people, I think, really, well, for lack of a better term, think correctly uh, about themselves and and what their capabilities are. It's just it's too good to hold back. So I'm, I'm sorry, really, that I haven't had you on sooner. Should have done it, but we're going to do it more and more over the next you know, few months and uh, see if we can get a little more information out there. We've got to cut to, actually, we really need to end the show because I've gone way too long. 
And that's okay <laughs> because it's been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, Lamont, one more time, your phone number? Yes, it's 801-722-4936. Okay, thank you. 801-722-4936. And of course, if you are driving down the road, uh, you're not listening to the podcast and you're not, you have nothing to write with, just look up Vitality Nutrition and give us a call, 801-292-6662, and we'll get you in touch with Lamont, 801-292-6662. Lamont, thank you so much for your time. We're going to do this again very, very soon. I appreciate all that you've done for me and uh, all that you do for uh, society as a whole uh, with uh, this human family and and, uh, all the craziness that's going on right now. We need more people like you helping us sift through it. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. My heart goes out and I hope the people listening will take action. That's one of the biggest things neurologically you can do to make a shift is take an action, do something. Absolutely. So if you have interest, do it now. Don't wait. Don't think about it longer because life will come at you. You're already having a problem being distracted with the things you want. So don't let that happen and do it now. Take some action and do it right now and keep taking those actions. All right. Get that ball rolling. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lamont. And for you listening, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Of course, I appreciate every minute that an ear is listening to what I have to say about health, nutrition, fitness, and wellness. That's what we do on Vitality Radio. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. You've been listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.